Hello and welcome back to the Future Work Life podcast. In the last episode, I talked about the importance of scheduling downtime in your calendar. And today I'm going to take that on a step by suggesting that we need to pace ourselves like elite athletes. And I've got two really interesting guests to talk about it. The first is George Bettany. He's the founder of Sanctus, which is a mental health coaching business. In his youth, he also used to play high-level competitive football and he now runs a marathon. So he's got a good perspective about how all these things interconnect. I look at it as a, you know, from my athletic background, as an as a top athlete, it, you build towards peak performance. And then there is a rest and recovery phase to be able to achieve that again. There's no athlete in the world there's no that that is operates optimum peak performance for 12 months a year. There's, it, it's just not it's just not how the body works. And so I think I've taken more and more so. I didn't at first, but I've taken more inspiration from the high performing athletes of the world than I have traditional stories of entrepreneurs. And I think it you know, building that into my life and into my work and into the business's culture is, I, I just believe that that is how not only is it good for your general health and well-being, I genuinely believe it's good for performance. It's proven. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's almost like an, an unrealistic expectation of mine, of my own self-judgment and insecurity, really, to expect myself to operate at this level of performance for seven days a week five days a week so i think it's about creating those that space in your day in your month that where there is rest recovery space time and, and i think the more important thing is like allowing yourself the permission for that i think a lot of people maybe practically know but on some level don't allow themselves to build that in because there's a fear of i don't know it's a, yeah there's a resistance to it there definitely was for me there was a resistance to slowing down you know, it's actually at times easier to stay in that, at that pace uh, because actually mm. just stopping can be quite scary. And I, I understand that. I appreciate that. But I think once you start just being becoming aware of that and noticing that and maybe stepping into that a little bit more, there's so much gr- growth. So make sure you listen back to that episode that I did with George. It was really good fun. We talked about loads of interesting areas related to mental health, high performance and startups. And my next guest is Alex Hutchinson. He's a journalist and author. And in his book, he wrote about Elliot Kipchoge's attempt to beat the two-hour marathon record. Here we talk about the connection between pacing for elite athletes and how we might be able to apply some of those lessons ourselves. If you look around at all the evidence, it's like every time people test things like taking a break in the middle of the day or shorter work hours or, you know, or even when they test like, productivity as a function of cumulative work hours. Once you get it beyond like 50, work, 50, 55 hours, your marginal gain from another hour worked is uh, flat or or negative in some cases. You're, you're getting worse, not better. I, it, I don't know why it's so hard for us to accept this because it just doesn't seem logical, right? Like you're, there, of course, if I yeah. stay at my desk longer, I'm going to get more done. So we all, I think, or virtually all of us fall into this trap of assuming that you, your productivity is a function of time, um, whereas the, the, there's there's pretty pretty robust evidence, and especially when you start thinking about things that involve creativity, um, you know, generating new ideas, alternate approaches to problems. So, I, I think there's a really strong case to be made to to apply this generally in sports. It's it's um, yeah, there's a reason it's a multi billion dollar 
industry because uh, it's it's recovery is where the adaptation happens. Recovery is what dictates how hard you're going to be able to push in your workout the next day. There's another concept in endurance sport that's that's um, I think become very very common. It's an idea, an idea called polarized training, and this is the idea that you shouldn't go out every day and do your workout at a you know seven six or seven out of ten effort. That you're going to get more out of it if uh, some days are like nine out of ten effort. You really like that's it's that's mm. super hard in a training context, and other days are like four or five out of ten effort. And if so, if you t- if you look at elite endurance athletes, that is almost a universal pattern. That and and the ratio is actually surprisingly, it's like maybe twenty percent of your training time is super hard, eighty percent is easy. And so the most, yeah. as a, you know, I come from a running background. Most of the eighty percent of the running that I would do would be conversational pace. I'd be out with friends, we'd be chatting, and if if we were going so hard that it was hard to have a chat, that was a sign we weren't tra- training appropriately. And so there's there's a sense that, oh, those elite, mm. you know, elite athletes train so hard. Yeah, sometimes they train so hard that they'll be puking in a bucket at the end of the workout, but that's t- 10 or yeah. 20% of the time. The other the rest of the time, and so as a result, if you do that, you can accumulate more time. You can accumulate a, lot, a big volume of training at an easy effort, and then you have some time that's really hard. But you've got to know the difference yeah. between those, and you can't just be stuck in that middle ground where you're going kind of hard, but not hard enough to get the benefits of going super hard, but too hard to be able to recover in time for another hard workout the next day. Thanks again to George and Alex and to you for listening. I'll see you here again next week.